This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skincare professionals, and beauty industry owners on tactical career tips, professional skill development, and ultimately how we can create a better beauty industry together. As we enter our fourth season, we dedicate our episodes to the skincare professionals who are focused on mindset mastery and building community for all. Welcome back to the Fearless Beauties podcast. On season four, we're joining forces with Nichelle Mosley, the Barrier Queen, where we'll be uncovering a mindset mastery challenge, helping people shift their thinking, gain confidence, and foster personal growth. I am your host, Alina Velez. I'm your co-host, Nichelle Mosley. And welcome back to the show, guys. We are on episode seven here. Uh, really diving into celebrating the importance of uh, small wins and milestones in both personal growth and promoting inclusivity. And we've got a special guest with us today. We've got Cameron Cooper. Cameron, introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from and what you specialize in. Yes. Hello, everybody. And again, thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast today. And congratulations on seven episodes. That is a not a small feat. So definitely congrats to that. But yes, everybody, my name is Cameron. I am the owner and lead esthetician with Skin by Cam. Um, I'm based here in Beltsville, Maryland, and I specialize in corrective facial treatments for people of color. So whether they're dealing with acne or hyperpigmentation, um, my goal is to provide product knowledge and treatments to be able to help um, them reach their skincare goals. So Cam, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. You and I have had the opportunity to meet in person and yes. have had the pleasure of just being able to watch some of your personal journey and, you know, see the personal growth, you know, just from, I'll say a Stan fan from, you know, <laughs> um, but I love all that you're doing with, you know, expanding your brand and, you know, incorporating apparel. So can you just kind of give us a little bit of a background, a little bit of a personal experience? Yeah, I've actually always been into skincare, but I got heavily into it when I was doing modeling back in like 2016, 2017. But during my uh, career in modeling, it required me to like shave my face a lot. And I was getting crazy like ingrown hairs and razor bumps and my skin was going crazy with the makeup application and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I really started to, instead of just liking different skincare, I wanted to learn more about the different ingredients and how it impacts our skin and what I could use to be able to help treat myself. And once I was able to figure it out for myself, everyone would ask, you know, like, what are you doing for your skin? But I knew everybody's skin was different. And that's when I mm -hmm. then took the route of going to school um, to be able to learn in depth of how I could potentially help, you know, my fellow models or friends or family, or whoever may be out there that needs help with uh, their skincare. And especially for people of color, because I didn't see a lot of marketing for us out there. Um, it was really important for, for me to, to gain that knowledge and then be able to share that knowledge um, with other people. So that's really how I got started. Um, I went to school at the Aesthetics Institute, which is in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. 
Um, and from there, I, I graduated back in 2020. That was actually during the pandemic when my group graduated. So yeah. it was very, very different for us going through class. But I'm glad we got to go through that experience because we gained such great knowledge and skill from that particular period of time that we still apply mm -hmm. today. Um, so I'm kind of glad that we got I graduated during that time. But immediately after I graduated, I started my business um, with the help of um, one of my great mentors. And she was one of the teachers there at the school. Um, in the support of my family and friends, I immediately started my business. And I've been in business ever since. That is incredible. Wow. And to see your journey, you know, you're expanding now with your brand and really making it, I would say, like, you know, taking that to the next level, you know, so like what motivated you to, you know, not only do what you're doing now, but then also, you know, I guess expanding too. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I got tired. I got yeah. tired because a lot of people will look at my page and, and look at what I do and think that that's all that I do. But I actually have a full-time job as well. I always tell people being an esthetician in skincare is my full-time passion, but I do still have a full-time job that helped me initially supplement my business in the beginning income-wise. I mean, now my business is able to sustain itself, but I'm the sole esthetician. I'm the one doing the laundry every night. I'm the mm. one cleaning the office. I'm doing mm -hmm. all the social media posting, the editing, everything is from me. Um, so I got tired and that's why I needed to start to expand and grow more into a brand instead of just a business because merchandise then offers me an opportunity to make revenue without having to physically do facials. So um, it was really for an opportunity to make additional income, but then also take some stress off of myself and still needing to make a certain income goal, but without having to physically do the facials. So that was really my motivation right there. <laughs> Did you have like a, a mentor to kind of show you the ropes and be like, hey, this is this is kind of like the route you should take or like where did you where did you gain all this knowledge? Um, honestly, it's it's really just from looking at my surroundings and seeing what your competitors are doing. And I only mm. mention I only say competitors this one time because moving forward, I really try to collaborate more. It's not a competition. It's more about collaboration. Mm -hmm. But yeah. on in the business mind, you still have to have a business mind. And when you do look at your comps, um, you see that they, you know, they may have merch or they may not have merch and mm -hmm. or you you see what kind of posting that they're doing and to see, you know, what works for you. Everything is a, a, it has to be tailored for your specific brand and your business, mm -hmm. but you still want to look at what everyone else is doing to see what could potentially work for your brand as well, and then add your own spin on it so you can make it your own. My teacher, um, her name is Elle. She was my uh, one of our main teachers for aesthetic school. She was somebody that I stayed in contact with even after I graduated, and she was just a great pool of knowledge, a great encouragement source for me. Just just everything. I give her so much kudos because without her, I feel like I don't think I would have been where I am right now. So definitely build your community because you're going to need that as you go through this business and this journey. A hundred percent. That's that's something that I would say is the way that you're able to maintain the growth that you have. Right. So yeah. having the mindset of knowing, you know, I want to diversify my business. I don't want mm -hmm. to always behind the table, the, the treatment room, and knowing that you have to take steps in order to, you know, really see that come to fruition. But then also realizing, you know, like, this is how I have longevity in my career. This is how yeah. I'm not going to have burnout. Um, you know, thinking of different ways that you can bring in that uh, passive income. Those those are the things yes. that you learn from 
mentors, from people that are in your community and really help you to sustain it. So yeah. that you have those like-minded conversations and, um, yeah. you know, really, really elevate. Um, so yes. I'm so happy I that. Think, yeah, that's just such a big point. And I think that a lot of um, aspiring institutions or, or just kind of people on the outside looking in kind of think like, there is a lot of money that can be made in this industry. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people have that mindset of like, oh, this is my big break, right? And I think that the the big break mindset can really sometimes be detrimental because it's the small wins. It's the small everyday choices that that create happiness and, and in return create success, right? Yeah. Ability too, you know? So mm -hmm. you can't do it all the time so extravagantly. And the habits that you make in those in those small moments, I think that that's what really sets you up. Absolutely. So, you know, I know that like there's like you mentioned, there's so many people who, you know, kind of see what you're doing, um, see a lot of the achievements that you're you know, that you're having. And um, what would you say, like, are some of the smaller milestones that like have fostered your your personal uh, transformation? Yeah, um, I would actually say, especially for like the the newer estheticians out there, I know for me, like when I first started my business, when I got my first like returning client, that was like the biggest win for me. Like mm. you have to look at that as like your biggest win. And I say that because after I got that returning client, it was it, it it opened up so much so so many opportunities for me because what I did first was I started to pour into that client. They were mm. they returned, so I started to pour into that client, and and that's actually what you you want to do with all of your clients that you do get because as a solo esthetician or a smaller business, every customer counts and every customer matters. So you want to start to nurture those clients. So when I did get that first returning customer and client. Um, and she actually still comes to see me today. Of course um, she does. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a huge win for me because mm -hmm. one, that's that's a, a relationship that you're going to build with that client. You're helping them through their skincare journey. That's a steady source of your income when you're looking at like what you need to make as far as your overhead costs and then sustaining your business. And then that's going to open up opportunities for for more business in the future because they're going to tell their friends about how great their service was. Um, and and all of that. And that's truly how you start to grow your business, that word of mouth. So that was my, my first big win that I, I still hold true to heart. And it's something that's really important to me. And, and I do not take that lightly at all. That one client, even though she's just that one client, she's a returning customer. You want to just continue to nurture those clients and customers that that do come to see you on a monthly basis. That is worthy to be celebrated right there. Yes. Yes. My retention mm -hmm. is not something that's easy, especially in this economy. People, you know, yes. their dollar with you, choosing to see the the value in your expertise. You yep. never take that for granted. And and I appreciate you saying like you do that for every one of your clients. That's how they yeah. they continue to see you as, you know, the expert that you are. So And I'm glad you touched on client retention too, because that was something that was tough for me in the beginning. And part of my journey was when I initially started my business, I was actually working out of my home. And I noticed, and, and out of conversation with other estheticians and smaller businesses, it wasn't until they moved into a separate space that 
they were taken more seriously by, you know, potential clients that were looking at the business. So when I had my own space, I then noticed that it gave a more professional feeling. It made me feel more solidified. I didn't have to worry about people being in my personal space either. So there was a safety element there as well. That that was all a part of the journey as well. But that client retention was huge. Um, and I noticed a really big uptick in my client retention when I did have my own professional space um, to do my treatments out of. Mm, right. Because I, I feel clients can tell when you invest not only in the environment that they are able to, you know, take into as their experience, but also your education, you know, the the investment in learning from your peers, people who yeah. have business longer than you, who have a sense of, you know, core values, different things that, you know, as a newer entrepreneur, you can really gain from, you know, just being very intentional. Yes. How you invest in in your personal growth and your business growth that can help a client to see your passion and, and, you know, just how serious you are about, about your, about your craft. Yeah, Absolutely. Cam, you mentioned that you still you still have a full-time job aside from your full-time passion project. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever felt like that has kind of taken away from or made you feel less than even having your, your own business? Like for those who are maybe struggling, battling in their mind of, gosh, I, I probably should have a, a full-time job to support my business or supplement. What kind of advice would you give to somebody who's kind of on the edge of whether they should do that or not? Yeah, um, take everything into account. Um, everybody's situation is, is different. Um, and what's really helped me is 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 budgeting and really looking at what you're, you're spending as like your personal finances and then also for your business too. Um, make sure that you have separate accounts, like your personal and then your business, because that'll really help you get a clear vision of where your money is going, because that was the biggest thing for me. It, it's scary. I will tell everybody, like, it's scary. You're going to you're gonna be nervous behind it. You're going to have anxiety behind it. But mm-hmm. if anything, what I will say is that that pushed me to want to be great and want to succeed, because it was like, well... I'm about to have this and it's an investment. Continue to think of it as an investment because mm-hmm. whether you need that full-time job or you're putting, you know, your energy into your business 100%, like you know, you're still looking to make a certain amount to sustain your business and continue to grow and sustain your life. So, um look at all of that and and make sure that you know exactly how much you're going to need to be able to sustain your personal life and then also your business. But like I said, no matter if you have to do a full-time job or, or if you're in your business 100%, um, just just take it day by day. And if you need to supplement your income, do that. Mm-hmm. And, and I do that. And, and it's also you have to think about additional benefits that may come with a full-time job, yes. um, whether you have a family and all mm-hmm. of that plays a factor. So whether it's like health insurance or... Um, any other kind of benefits that your job may be able to offer you for a 1K if you don't have that for yourself currently, like a lot of those things help um, and never feel like it's a it's a you're sliding your business because you're you're doing what you can for your business mm-hmm. at that time. And as mm-hmm. your business continues to grow over the years, you may then pull back from your full time job and go part time and then you may, you know, may continue to grow and then you don't need that part time job at all. So work your way up and don't feel like you have to commit to one or the other. Um, just be flexible with your business because, you know, we, we go through seasons where it's not business is not always steady. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely be flexible with your business. Mm. I love so that. Good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really good advice because I do feel like in the aesthetics business, it's very cyclical. There's yeah. three prominent times and then there's times where people, you know, are just committed to not really doing things self-care wise. So mm-hmm. there is an ebb and a flow and being honest about where you are, um, knowing your cost per treatments, you know, yes. being very aware of your numbers is something that you have to have to really implement, even if it's not something that you're good at, you know, speaking from experience, I feel like I'm, I'm preaching to the choir right now. (laughs) (laughs) But that was one thing that I had to get really, you know, like more, just better at was, was just making sure that I understood that, you know, like, I have to do this, even if it's not something that's a strength. And when you're, when you're able to do that, then you're, you're putting your business in a different category, because, you know, you're making it a business and and not just Mm -hmm. hobby. So yeah, really great advice, Cam. Um, So what would you say, like, you know, you wished you would have learned sooner in the process of, of all that you have started to really undertake? Is there anything? Yeah, I I would definitely say um, as far as like the, the knowledge of, of the business side, like the business side, I had to learn a lot of that kind of like as I grew my business um, and everybody's approach can be completely different. But I do kind of wish I knew more of that business side, like setting up your LLC, trademarks, getting your accounting, your tax ID number, um, all of those things I kind of had to learn along the way. Um, getting your domain. It's so many of those like little business aspects of it. It's not as it's not as simple as just having your Instagram page and a website. Like, no, it there's so much more into it to be to be viewed and seen as a legitimate business and that can help you in the future with different opportunities, be it tax benefits or grant opportunities or whatever it may be. But your business has to be set up a certain way for you to then have those other opportunities. So that is something I wish I knew a little bit sooner, um, just because I feel like it would have helped me in the beginning with certain opportunities and being able to save and put more, keep more money in my pocket Um, Because there are a lot of initial expenses when you're starting a business, but there's also so many resources that are available for you that had I known before, it would have helped me out so much more. Mm. Off the top of your head, Cam, is there any uh, resources that you are willing to share with our listeners? Oh, Um, absolutely. Just a good few places to start. Oh, yeah. Look, y'all, we're going to drop them nuggets, okay? Because (laughs) I wish I had that for myself. So I'm all Mm -hmm. about sharing that knowledge. But the Small Business Administration, please, if you get connected with your Small Business Administration, because they offer so many resources for small businesses to be able to help you better plan your finances, connecting you with different resources and opportunities, get connected with your local small business administration. Um, they, when I tell you that was like the biggest help for me as far as like when I started doing my budgeting, needing certain assistance with um, business plans, because if you're applying for certain grants, they're going to ask to see your business plan and you need to have those things prepared. Mm-hmm. Um in advance before you're entering these rooms because you want to make sure you're showing up as prepared as possible because that's how they're going to take you serious and that's how you get those opportunities so that's one of my my biggest pieces of advice right there 
Thank you for sharing. That's yes. awesome. Um, I have a I have a question for you. What is yeah. what is the best advice you've ever received? Uh, the best advice I've ever received. Um, I actually initially took it as like shade based off of the way she had responded. But looking back at it now, it truly is the best piece of advice, which is to keep going. Just keep mm. going and just do it. I remember I reached out to someone um, on Instagram and and, she, and we follow each other and everything. We have a lot of mutuals and everything. Um, she has a big platform and she runs a huge company. But And she actually responded to me. So I was low-key like pressed, like, oh my gosh, she responded. But then the response was like, oh, like I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting a little bit more. But what I will say is like looking back on it now, it is so, so true to just just do it. Mm-hmm. put that post up there go 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 hand out those flyers or cards or do what do whatever it is that you had on your heart and on your mind because you just have to do it because if you don't you're only setting yourself up for failure by not even attempting to try so yeah. just do it just just do it just try and just do it don't think about it too much just go for it and you know you want to be successful in the end so you know that you're going to then put in the effort, the work, the time, the investment to make it what it needs to be. So good. Yes, so good. I mean, from Mm. some recovering perfectionist, I think that that is just (laughs) such great advice. Good is good. And, you know, like just put your heart into it and know that it's coming from a pure place Mm -hmm. out in the world. Put put your, your talent and your gifts into the into the universe so yes mm -hmm. put it out there put it out there nobody's doing it like you and always remember that because there's so many estheticians out there there's so many everybody's out there but nobody's doing it like you so put it out there because somebody wants to see it somebody's going to connect with it somebody's going to want to to come to you just for how you are so Mm -hmm. you got to put it out there just so many great nuggets that the audience can really take away from. Don't you agree, Alina? I agree. Oh my gosh. That last one, <laughs> it, it was just such a reminder for me, Cam, because even just something on a simple level of, of making an Instagram post and it's like, oh, it's yeah. just, this this isn't quite right or this isn't quite right. And then, you know, next thing you know, I just don't even post it at all. Exactly. And, and so... I just, I really appreciate that reminder for myself and for sharing with others. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead and just share with our listeners where they can find you on social media? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, you can find me on my main platform, which is Instagram, and that's Skin by Cam, which is skin.by.cam. And on all other platforms, it's the exact same way, Skin by Cam. You can also go to my website, which is skinbycam.com, um, to follow me for additional tips. I send out weekly newsletter updates. Um, that's for any promotions that I have going on, as well as like general skincare tips. So, um, whether you're looking to book or just get some skincare knowledge, you can find all of that at skinbycam.com. Awesome. Awesome. And you can find me, Alina, at True Skin Lab. I always forget to plug the Fearless Beauties Instagram, um, but follow us um, on Instagram at Fearless Beauties. And Nichelle? You can find me at Nichelle Mosley underscore the barrier queen or queencitybeautygroup.com. And as always, guys, thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>